Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and thanks for listening to this pilot for a new comedy podcast, Do the Right Thing. I'm Ben, the producer, and before you listen to the show, there's just a couple of things you need to know. Number one, we're recording a series of this podcast over the next couple of months. A couple of dates at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, a couple of dates in London in September. Visit comedy.co.uk forward slash podcasts forward slash do the right thing for all the information and links to tickets. Uh, Number two, what you're about to listen to is a pilot. Uh, So we got a few things wrong. The main thing being we didn't introduce anyone at the start, which is a basic error. But anyway, let me put that right now. The host is Danielle Ward, who you might know from the Dave Gorman show and podcast on Absolute Radio. Uh, She's also a prolific comedy writer, stand-up and bass player. The team captains are comedians Michael Legg and Margaret Cabon-Smith. Michael Legg is an award-winning blogger and half of the Precious Little podcast. Uh, Margaret Cabon-Smith isn't. Uh, The guests are comedy performer and writer from off of Harry Hill's TV burp Dan Meyer and musician and author Jim Bob from Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. And so that's about it. More than enough rubbish from me. Please enjoy. Do the right thing. Bye. Too much. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Do the Right Thing, the podcast panel show that tries to work out what is the right thing to do in any given situation. For example, what is the correct way to eat soup in front of the Queen? Or, what is the best way to exact revenge on your parents' murderer? (laughs) Quietly, and with a spoon, is the correct answer for both of those situations. (laughs) So, let's meet the teams to do the right thing today. They are Margaret Cable Smith and Dan Meyer. (laughs) And Michael Legg and Jim Bob. (laughs) Definitely slightly louder. My script says pleasantries, but we've done that with the Amy Pond wanking worst night of our life. Looks like a man is a man. That's it. That's, that's all we need. Uh, so right, we've met the teams. It's not ever going to go out. Don't worry. Let's see if they know they're right from wrong in the first round. The importance of being right. Um, In this round, I'm going to give each team a potentially life-threatening scenario and they have to tell me what they would do to get out of it. Uh, To decide if they're doing the right thing, I'm going to refer to the Worst Case Scenario Survival Handbook Travel Edition. Yeah, I know, it's it's a good book. So, Margaret and Dan, your scenario is that you are in a lift, or riding the elevator, for American listeners, there won't be any, um, going up a tall building. Suddenly, there is a jolt and a horrible cracking sound. You realise that the lift is plummeting towards the ground. What is the right thing to do? 
I think the right thing to do is to act as normally as possible so that everyone is kept at their ease. So I would do the things that I would normally do in a lift. So I'd maybe do a little fart and then say, better out than in, and just sort of smile. And I'd do that, the face that you do when you get in a lift on the ground floor and somebody gets in at the very last minute and holds the lift up. And then they're a fat bloke and they press, they're on the ground floor, but they press one because they can't be asked to go up one flight of stairs. I do that face, that face. I, I do it as we plummet past every floor. I just sort of slightly raise my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that not, is that not the right thing? No, I mean, uh, usually in life-threatening situations, the answer is something to do with piss. I mean, I've learned that. Not... <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think Terrorists. of a way. Piss in their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's harder as a girl, because, uh, you know, it's not so multi-directional. You can buy those funnel things from the right. Better Wear catalogue. Already, yeah, that's <laughs> great, yeah, lovely. Um, I, I think I actually know the answer to this. What's the answer? Stand on everyone else. No. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. In a good. Well, no, it, and um, sort of cling to the to the roof, the ceiling of the lift in a star shape. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something. Oh, that was such oh, that a confident. I know the answer. <laughs> when it lands, wouldn't you fall? Frog. Yeah, that's the point. But it's not as bad as. The, the impact when you worse break from... your spine. <laughs> yes, it's a less bad break of a spine. <laughs> You're coming down than going up. Michael, Jim, Hello. have you got any? Do you want to I saw someone piss in the lift once, <laughs> <laughs> and this tree, it was really, it was awful. You know, don't get me wrong. He won me back immediately. <laughs> he won me back immediately. We went, well, there was a rat in here once. <laughs> Yep. Trying to deter rats. That's what I'm saying. He was using that piss. Well People known always want piss, piss haters, pisses. the rat community. Ever <laughs> <laughs> pissed in a lift, Jim? Uh, no. On, on, on an escalator. <laughs> Going up or down? <laughs> Anyone can piss in a lift. <laughs> Those are the original lyrics to EastEnders. <laughs> Anyone can piss in the lift. Although, it's a lovely yeah. song. Yeah. So, no, I haven't pissed in the lift. Of course I haven't you know, pissed in the lift. <laughs> You're a punk rocker. <laughs> That's me. I'm a punk rocker. Oh, dear. I'm pissed in a lift. Are you not Sid Vicious? Sex Pistols, pissed in a lift. Everyone swears blind they were in that lift when the Sex Pistols pissed in the lift. But... Everyone who was in that lift went on to piss in a lift. Yeah. <laughs> Mick Hucknall was definitely there. I know that. He was definitely there. The answer is that you're meant to lie down. But even then, apparently, if it does hit the ground, you just get crushed by debris anyway. What if there's there's 20 people in the lift? (coughs) Yeah, yeah. How do you lie down? Do you know what? Sexy lift orgy. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, we might as well! (laughs) (laughs) You can maybe get everybody to piss at the same time and cause some sort of pool. (laughs) (laughs) And all suspend in it. So that's the answer. Get everybody in the lift to piss, no. and you all swim. That is, that's a good. No, you lie down. That is the answer. So Don't, I did say that. No, you didn't. I did. I said that on the ceiling or the floor. You lie down. You said suspend. From you, the you lie down on the ceiling. Who are you, Lionel Richie? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, the 
I didn't know. <laughs> not many people die Very from plummeting lifts. No, so I know. Right. I'll That's give an extra well. point to anybody who can name a film where someone dies in a lift. <laughs> United 93? Not you! You're not one of the panelists! When those towers collapsed. It's about planes. I know, but it's, it's got the thing. <laughs> no, there wasn't a left in that plane. There wasn't a left in the plane. No, I know we're on the same team, but it wasn't that tall a plane. But <laughs> <laughs> it needed a lift. Crashing, it crashed into a lift. Finding Nemo. Have a point for Omen Revenge of the Pink Panther as well. I don't deserve a point. I did not. I totally agree. I don't deserve a fucking point. He said it first. Yeah, he said Jesus. he was going to say it as well. Just because I said it louder. God, are we giving <laughs> points for thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Fuck <laughs> Right, the next question. This is for Michael and Jim Bob. Your scenario is that you've won the Funny Women competition. <laughs> in the Amazon where you have to perform your funny set in the bar every night. (laughs) However, upon your arrival to the resort, you find that from your room to the bar, you have to cross a piranha-infested river. So what is the right thing to do in that situation? Well, first of all, I don't really know why everyone fucking laughed when said, oh, you've won the fucking funny women competition. Of course we won it. We're blokes. We're funny. (laughs) Why is it always piranhas? Yeah. It, you don't ever hear anybody say, Would you, if you had to cross a Muslim infested river. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Just because they're there doesn't That's mean it's true. infested, you fish racist. It's, easy. it's always the piranhas. Yeah. It's so easy yeah. to say. What kind of holiday resort is this? <laughs> we've got everything done now. We've got the gym, we've got the hotel bill, we've got the sauna, we've got the beautiful restaurant. There's something missing from this pool. <laughs> Mate. Just to get that fifth star. Mate, don't knock it. It only costs 15 quid to go there. I mean... <laughs> so, um, I think you have to individually, very quickly, punch... in the fist. Because you, you have to punch each piranha, piranha on the nose, like yeah. sharks. Mm. It's the same, oh, it's the same it? thing with, right. with, with fish, sharks, piranhas. Right. So that's what you... Basically, you have, you have to send one of the women through... I'm guessing, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing the most bloodied one. It's, it's, yeah, I'm thinking this is a kind of it's, it's two women. There's always there's always two, isn't there? Yeah, it's always two. Oh, it's always uh, two women. Yeah, God, they, all, they always go in pairs. You send, I'll go with you <laughs> to your death. You send along the unfunny one to punch. Yeah, and then the other one comes through, and victoriously goes yeah. on to present uh, some awful program with that Giles Corrin or whatever his name is. <laughs> There you go, that's your answer. Do, we get do, a point? do piranhas have noses? <laughs> Massive ones. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine, just checking. <laughs> what time of day is it best to cross this piranha-infested river? Oh, fuck off. No, no, I'm giving you a hint. <laughs> what time's their programme on? <laughs> Whenever that is, it's probably the best. Do they like Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> Don't know, whenever, you know, whenever they're otherwise... <laughs> Occupied. <laughs> it's at night. It's at night. The best time to cross is at night. 
If you cross at night, they probably won't. Though one oh. of the hints for crossing is to not take any raw meat with you. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ever right. cross a meat without? Or take loads of. I would have thought if you've got a surface, you've got a massive meat suit on. Yeah. <laughs> there's just enough meat on it. Yes. Lady Gaga would be. Would be <laughs> It would be a nightmare. For, I no. don't think Lady Gaga's entering funny women. This. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guess. Well, she's got to get like 15 quid. It's about tiny penis. <laughs> and she's not a woman. That's a, yeah. a really weird joke about Lady Gaga being poor. That was the joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing a commentary on what the jokes are like. <laughs> <laughs> So that's so we've won that. You send, you, send, you send Lady Gaga across in a meat suit. Uh, Mel Gidroich punches the sharks on the nose. The piranhas. And then piranha sharks. Shark it's all the same to me. Freshwater river. Uh, yeah. Um, Ten well, points. Yes. Thank you. All the points to Jimbo. And in it, the teams are going to be agony arts advising other people on the right thing to do. I'm first going to give uh, some real-life problems sent into newspapers, and I want the teams to work out, A, which paper the problem was sent to, and B, what advice was given. So, Margaret Cable-Smith, if you would like to read out this problem to <coughs> Michael and Jim Bob. <coughs> I'm... Uh, maybe I should... Um... Do this in the style of something. Yeah, do, a, well, do, maybe do something that, that doesn't do the newspaper I'm, voice, otherwise we'll get it straight away. I'm a pretty uninhibited sort of person and <laughs> have always been quite loud in the bedroom. This hasn't faced any of my previous boyfriends and I've got to the grand age of 38 without proving it a problem. <laughs> but my current partner, who is from a very repressed family, is always telling me to shh when we're making love. And he's so quiet in bed. He's worried the neighbours will hear something, but I think that's the last thing that should be on his mind at the height of passion. How can I get him to loosen up? <laughs> right, so we have, to, we have to figure out what newspaper what population, it was. What yeah, what newspaper is that from? I, I, no, it's, we, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be one of them, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. No, she's tricking us with, the, with oh, her... She? With her my di- common voice. With her di- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <a> morning star. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the posh papers. Yeah, one of the posh papers. Like Daily Mirror or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Lord Guardian. How <laughs> posh are we going? An um, I, I think it's the. I think it's the Daily Express. Very close. It's the Mail on Sunday. Rowan Pelling's sex advice column. So uh, this is open to anybody. What advice do you think the Mail on Sunday gave this poor woman? <laughs> <laughs> to sign a petition and move him on. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done. <laughs> yeah, between me and you, that is what you're doing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that is. Yeah. I am trying to get rid of that guy. Yeah. Probably, I suspect they probably uh, warned the woman in question that making a lot of noise during sex causes cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. So he's probably and, um, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I was saying, during yeah. lovemaking also causes cancer. So <laughs> they're basically Too much off. sex noises encourages gypsies to move in. <laughs> It's true, actually. Yeah. To, no, to that woman. <laughs> the actual advice was, I'm not sure which is worse, the lover who wakes the entire street or the one who's quiet as a mouse. 
but both seems to me that they're equally uh, problematic with obeying, with disobeying the. Oh, I've really fucked it up. It's no, it's no editing. Basically, basically, you're a woman. Do the fuck as you're told. <laughs> Do you know that, that, that I was actually trying to say that, but I was talked over during that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I also asked if you tried asking any of your exes if they thought you were too loud in bed. Then at least you'll know if he's being reasonable. Thing is, thing is, I always worry that my next door neighbours think me and my wife are dead. So I. <laughs> love or not that we scream permanently <laughs> just, just to have them at their ease how can they sleep well at night unless we're screaming all <laughs> Jim you're a nice man what actual advice would you give that lady uh, I, I, I don't know I forgot my question what was the, I forgot, I how, do you, how do you get your boyfriend how do you keep, to shut how up how do you keep your boyfriend no, quiet no, he he you're too how do you silence men that's what you um these days you yeah. should put Doctor Who on or something like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that should shut them up Margaret what would your advice to this lady be oh um, well you know I went to convent school so um, yeah I'd rather not talk about it <laughs> points for Margaret there yeah yeah thank you yeah for what I was really thinking thank you yeah, Daniel. that's good uh, now Michael if you can read out this Problem for Dan and Margaret. I bought a penis extension to surprise my wife on our fifth anniversary. But she took one look and stormed out. She had never complained about our love life, but I've always thought I was on the small side. Lately, I got it into my head. I wasn't pleasing her enough. I hoped getting an extension would spice up our love life. It's love life really got um hyphen? No. <laughs> it does in the newspaper. I'm, paper. Paper. I'm yeah. sorry, but if I was in bed with someone and they said love life and a lot and I suspected a hyphen, I would have to do it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we had a brilliant anniversary dinner in our favourite restaurant, and I couldn't wait to get her home and into bed. I took a shower, thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cut all that beef off you. And walked walked into the bedroom thinking she'd be thrilled and delighted. Instead, she screamed in horror, calling me names. Couldn't remember her name. And ran downstairs. She went to stay 30 miles away with relatives. this extension (laughs) (laughs) she went to say 30 miles away with relatives changed her phone number and refused all contact I was gutted a Revengers musical to have a new lady friend round a few weeks ago you cockhead <laughs> out of the blue at the weekend my wife rang and said I have to choose but I'm not sure if I want her back after all she left me for two whole months just because I tried to surprise her 
uh, the Financial Times. She's <laughs> <laughs> um, Radio Times. So. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the phrase penis extension is bothering me. Is it from made-up fantasist bullshit? Yeah. Gazette? <laughs> the Guardian. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds like a sort of like conservatory or something. I don't. Penis I don't extension. think he has an operation. I think no. He exactly. He strapped something to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A splint. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. You're excited oh. now, that's... Uh... <laughs> um... It's like rolling out plasticine, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder she screams. Long and thin. Isn't that, you know when you have like a penis extension, all they actually do is cut your penis in half and then stitch the other half onto the end? Yeah, everyone does that. that. <laughs> and um, both halves were alive. <laughs> And you keep well, cutting them in each other around the garden. Is that it? Yeah, that sounds right. Good. Hang on, um, they cut it in half and stitch what lengthways? Yeah. So you've got like a flat edge <laughs> and then a curved edge. Yeah. But twice the length. Yeah, that's what they do. Exactly that. Okay. Did you write this letter? It's like, it sounds like something I would have written. Yeah, but it's not. It's, 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 it's a real newspaper. Real, actual, actual newspaper. Well... The Daily Telegraph, of course. <laughs> it's from the Sun. Oh, yeah. And uh, what advice did you think, Deirdre? Bear in mind, she's lovely. Gave mm-hmm. to this poor man. Oh, man, kill yourself! Remember <laughs> that he's just insane. What's wrong with him? That's what I'd say. That's <laughs> wrong. I'd encourage. Very sympathetic. Yeah. It's very difficult to think of any sensible advice. <laughs> In response yeah, to a letter yeah. that mental. Look, I was so in love with her, I thought I'd surprise her with a penis. <laughs> Just sounds like Dirty Uncle Fingers has escaped. <laughs> the sensible advice from Deirdre is she sent him her leaflet, My Manhood, Too Small. <laughs> yeah, it's about a year too late for that. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, so help is on its way. And then underneath I have written the question. Have you ever had a similar problem? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Margaret. I've got a really, really short vagina, it's true. Maybe this man needs to get a tattoo because if now his penis is bigger, he should get a tattoo on his piece on his penis. It says, I'm, I'm, "I regret this, and I am very sorry. Will you please take me back?" <laughs> Margaret has a very tiny vagina. <laughs> tiny, short. Short. <laughs> when the wind goes by, whistle. <laughs> So earlier, when you all came in, I gave you pieces of paper asking if you had any problems. So uh, we're going to throw it open, and I'm going to ask the panel for their advice to you with your problems. So the first one is from Old Maid, who says, My sister nearly got married five years ago, but jilted him before the day. She's just got engaged, in brackets, to someone else, but wants to wear the same dress. What should we do to stop her? P.S. The dress is fucking horrible. <laughs> How long ago was it? Five, Five years. years yeah, that was a bad year for wedding dresses. <laughs> uh, I would uh, just, yeah, do a sort of carry thing and, and yeah, tip blood all over it. <laughs> no, she's not going to wear it then. Who is? Who is old maid? 
Jim, what would you do? It's only a fucking dress. What is it with dresses? <laughs> you could try pissing yeah. on it. <laughs> well, if, if she was wearing it on an escalator. <laughs> but I just think, I, from, from, the, from the male perspective, I think one dress is the same as another dress, isn't it? What, just let her wear this we're, horrible we're, dress? Yeah. yeah. It's just a, it's just it a, is if you base your entire relationship on true. a dress, then it's, it's going to fail. Surely the love and the... No, but we're, talk, we're not talking about her. We don't give a shit about her. Important. We give a shit about the sister who doesn't like the dress. We're trying to help but her. I think the sister's a just, bitch. She's just, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe you are. Yeah, you need to pick your sister's We're really helpful, aren't we? Michael? I don't think that's true when uh, Jim just said that, that all, that all um, one dress is... No. Um, I grew up as a young Catholic boy and I was often visited by a man in a dress. <laughs> and that was the only dress I ever liked. <laughs> Wear that dress. And Dan, what is your advice to old well, maids? The thing about that, that question is the, the, the backstory is kind of irrelevant, isn't it? Because basically what it boils down to is my sister's getting married in a shit dress. <laughs> <laughs> Five years ago, but it's just it's as if that's supposed to create some sort of backstory to justify you hating the dress. Frankly, it's her special day. If she wants to look shit, I think that's up to no, her. No, tell her, tell her it's uh, cursed. <laughs> I'm overriding. I'm the captain. <laughs> Old maid, who do you agree with most? Uh, Margaret. Of course you do. <laughs> So, this is Captain Potato, and he says, Should I mention the many, perhaps it dozens in brackets, of sexually transmitted infections my brother has picked up over the years in my speech as best man? I would say all of them, but leave one for the, for the, for the next... That's a surprise! Or for the second wedding. Because oh, otherwise you will have... Yeah. You know, yeah, you'll have nothing. You'll have no material left for the for the next time he gets married. I would love it if he's getting married to the girl in the shit dress. The <laughs> <laughs> worst, most doomed <laughs> wedding ever. Who has not gone over No, sorry. Margaret. Oh, well, um, what I would say, Mr. Potato. Captain. Is Captain, not Mr. Oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. At least right. in the respect of the correct rank. <laughs> what I would say to you, Mr. Captain Potato, <laughs> is no. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Who is Captain Potato? What diseases does he have? If you name if, them if, all you know, in order of popularity. I mean, <laughs> which ones has he contracted? He's got the three most popular. AIDS. No. Does that the most popular in your eyes, Daniel? I said the most popular. I mean, some of the ones that people aren't going to die of. <laughs> the most fun. I don't think they do fun. I'm asking which one you'd rather have. <laughs> A sexy one. They're going to really die. <laughs> Herpes, that's really sexy, isn't it? He's got herpes. I'm so popular. <laughs> it's making a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely making a comeback for autumn, winter 11. Oh, yeah. <laughs> herpes, it's on all the so, catwalks. It's certainly part of my autumn collection. Points <laughs> to Jim Bob on that one. <laughs> This is from Jizzle Sticks. 
Has Chiselsticks given their rank? Or don't have any? Lieutenant Major. Last day for Olympic bids, so uh, which is better to perv over? Beach volleyball or women's hockey? Choices <laughs> <laughs> there, you got options. Jim? I don't know. As a practicing homosexual, I find both <laughs> options offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody buying Olympics tickets? No. no. I've got it. I, I've bid on Greco-Roman wrestling. I don't even know who it is. And it also men cycling. Because That's I'm something to terrified of velodromes. It's a bit rollable, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit rollable. And I conquer my fear. I, I thought about the table tennis. Actually, I thought table tennis might be really? quite good because it's just sort of a mental. I thought nobody will want to go and see the table tennis and be really cheap. But of course not. Like everything else... Sort of restricted view with a bag over your head is about 50 quid. (laughs) (laughs) Beach volleyball is the answer to the question. Yeah, yeah. it depends what you're into because uh, hockey is much more violent. (laughs) (laughs) You are blood as well as joy. Jiggling. Volleyball's mainly about jiggling. Yeah, it's a weird question. We can't answer it, can we? Well, I definitely can. It would be be hockey because it's a much more uh, competitive sport. And you know what? Nothing gets me off more than women at their very best competing and striving to be the best that they can be. I would love to come down the throat of any woman who has literally just gone, yeah, I can do this. No man's going to tell me what I would fucking... I would blind her with my cup. <laughs> because, because she decided, no, I'm not just going to sit here and take it. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be better than the rest. Do you know what? I am absolutely disgusted to my heart that you are suggesting that beach volleyball is not competitive. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. to stay with the audience for the next round. The personality test is a test of our panel's ability to gauge someone's tastes and opinions. Are they good judges of character? Um, before the show, I got an audience member to do a short questionnaire about what they think is the right thing to do in various situations. The panel are going to get the chance to meet them now. This is... What was the name? <laughs> Kate! 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 Kate!
put you on the microphone. I'm sorry. So what you're going to do is, um, the panel has one minute to ask Kate questions about herself, and then from that, I'm going to... She's filled in a questionnaire, and we'll see if they can gauge her personality from the minute of questioning. So, guys, is that simple enough? Do you understand? Yep, got it. Go on, then. Are you regretting this? <laughs> Have you ever been involved in uh, any pyramid schemes? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Well, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Oh no! Play <laughs> in this room. Oh man! What's your best fifteen things? <laughs> quickly! Go in order. Not in order of pressure. It doesn't have to be in order. <laughs> um, fifteen different sorts of wine. Wine, right. Write that down. Are you, uh, <laughs> have you ever been a practising witch? <laughs> no, I've got quite good at it. Oh, OK. Which musical instrument do you despise? <laughs> the bassoon. The bassoon. <laughs> what is your pin number? Uh, and the multiple choice as well. So I asked Kate, where is the best place to get a tattoo? Is it somewhere that won't wrinkle, arse, or Basingstoke? <laughs> uh, was that multiple choice? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, all of them. Uh, no. uh, Basingstoke. No. Some other way I'm, I'm definitely going to go for arse because if she likes wine that much, her arse is it's available for anything. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what the answer was. Yeah. I'm telling you what the real answer is. No one wins that. We know her so well. <laughs> bill with friends? Is it A, pay your own and add a tip? B, equal split? C, play Russian roulette? Last one alive pays the bill. <laughs> Russian roulette. Anybody else want equal to? Equal split. Yeah, equal split. Yeah, we're on the same team. <laughs> Let's just say all the answers until we get a point. Did someone get a point? Yeah. We're like an hour into the quiz. Brilliant. <laughs> and finally, we asked, where is the best place to sit on a bus? Is it A, alone? B, on the driver. C, top deck, front seat. Uh, top deck, front seat? Yeah, top yeah, deck, front seat. Yes. I don't know who won that round, but I don't think it was me. <laughs> round of applause for Kate. Yay! Right, this next round is called Do the Wrong Thing, and it's the team's chance to dance with the devil and forget all about responsibility. Uh, yeah, they don't have to be right. Um, for our audience here at the Phoenix and listening at home, never going to happen. This round <laughs> should be seen as a lesson in what not to do under any circumstance. So I'm going to describe a situation to um, the teams, and you can just chip in when you want. So any, I'm not going to split it between the teams. Just chip in. Chip in now? Not yet. It is late at night, and you're driving down a quiet A road near Peterborough. You're eating a vegan Scotch egg. I don't know what that is. I'm wondering whether to text your best friend as you're a bit bored and lonely. Up the road ahead, you see a hitchhiker thumbing a lift. As you get closer, you see it is a middle-aged man carrying a large and heavy black bag. What would be the wrong thing to do in this situation? Michael. 
Is, has this Make happened to my sweet t- love to the bag. <laughs> <laughs> the but it has to be sweet love. None of your rough stuff. You really have to make him jealous. <laughs> there is blood dripping no from the bag. No wonder my bag has left me, he will say. There's blood, there's blood coming from the bag. Yeah, there always is. What happened? So, Jim, you're making sweet love to the bag. What, what else can you do to make the situation worse? Uh, I, th- I put your foot down. While yeah. making love to the bag. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. Do we have to do what Michael's told us to do? What if the hitchhiker, um, then after you've made love to his bag, holds a knife to your throat? Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and says, "Take me to Hull." Peter Burrow, I wasn't that keen on. Yeah. Hull, absolutely no way. But, well, I, I think the only way you could possibly make that worse is say, of course, why don't you just pick a CD out of the glove box for the journey and then you present him with a choice of sort of James Blunt, Jack Johnson. <laughs> just so there's a really bad soundtrack to your hellish experience. I think that would be my... Oh, I can't say Again, right, James, but always James Blunt. You know, imagine he, if he was a Muslim. It's easy targets. (laughs) He was when he was in the army. (laughs) What? A Muslim? Yeah, he's a Muslim. Genuinely, if anyone fucking held a knife to my throat and said, you've got to take me to hell, I'd go, I fucking well will then, you cunt. I'll fucking show you. (laughs) Points for Michael. Um, the next round is our film and TV round. I'm going to ask each team to reenact a famous film or TV scene leading up to a cliffhanger moment. Then the other team must identify the scene and tell us what happened next. Um, I'll read in action and any additional characters. Uh, so, Dan and Margaret, you go first. So, Michael and Jim, pay attention. They're going to act out a lovely scene for you. Do me a favour, will you? Just tell Grace that I'll... Uh... I'll always be there with her, okay? Can you do that? Yeah, okay, kid. <laughs> Harry rips the tubes of AJ's air supply, forcing him into the airlock. Arg, arg. Harry tucks a piece of paper into AJ's pocket. Uh, give this to Truman. Make sure Truman gets it. Get in there. <laughs> Harry pushes AJ fully into the airlock, shutting the door on him. It's my hole. I drilled it. I'm staying with it till the end. Harry, Harry, you can't do this to me. It's my job. You take care of my young girl now. That's your job. I always thought of you as a son. Always. But I'd be damn proud to have you marry Grace. Harry! You take care of yourself. Harry, no! I love you! Harry! Clearly the drilling scene from uh, Gregory's Girl. (laughs) Um, Was that not it? No. Oh. Do you know what it is? I thought it was one of the alien films. Not telling you which one. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Driving Miss Daisy? It's not, but that's what it's Armageddon, isn't it? It's Armageddon! Jim and Michael, what did Harry do next? 
That is Bruce Willis's character. Did he wear a vest? <laughs> is, it that, is it that film? It's not that film. Where are you? He does wear a vest a lot, though. So. All I remember in that film is uh, what's his name? He's a terrible actor, but he, he wanted to be Han Solo. What's the name of that actor? Steve He's... Buscemi? No, no. Michael Steve, Steve Buscemi's good. Yeah, Michael Caine. Uh, no, no. <laughs> What's his name? He's, he now directs films and stuff, and he's always in loads of Ron Howard. films. Alex Winter. He's down to just turning into a very different show now. Yeah. Get Ben Affleck. And my over over uh, the, the the main memory I have of any Ben Affleck film is a terrible film, um, uh, Jersey Girl. Have you seen Jersey Girl? It's brilliant. I uh, went to see that in the cinema and I spent, I don't know, 20 minutes laughing at one line uh, during Jersey Girl where um, Ben Affleck at some point just turns to his daughter and says, I just want to apologise for the way I've been acting. (laughs) 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 At least he said sorry. Is that the answer? Yes. <laughs> he did, Harry did do some dying, that is true. Yeah, the best dying. What would have been the right thing for Bruce Willis to have done in that situation? Fire he goes agent. and dies. <laughs> <laughs> A point! <laughs> the next scene, uh, Jim and Michael will act out a scene, it will run to a cliffhanger, and you have to guess what the film it is. And we have to understand These are all accents the words. We're doing now. Oh, okay, okay. I'll be reading this, it apart then. this time rather than directions. Oh, brilliant. I visited your home this morning after you left. I tried to play as Bind. I tried to taste the life of a simple man didn't work out. So I took a souvenir, a payad. Mills, give me the gun. What's going on over there? I saw you with a box. What was in the box? Oh, because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. <laughs> It seems an envious noise. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> Here, I just told you. You lie, you're a fucking liar. Shut up. It's what he wants. He wants you to shoot him. No, no, tell me that's not true. <laughs> Become vengeance, David. Become wrath. Oh, tell me she's all right. You'll murder a suspect, David. No. <laughs> She begged for her life, detective. Shut up! She begged for her life and for the life of the baby inside her. <laughs> Ear! He didn't Give me the gun, David. David, if you kill him, he will win. <laughs> Can I just say, A, I've never seen this film. <laughs> B, you were clearly attempting to sabotage us, and it's still fucking easy. <laughs> is, it, is it deal or no deal? <laughs> Was the listing of the uh, of the seven deadly sins a clue? <laughs> if you if you couldn't see my sort of face and its similarities to the lead actor, <laughs> it would have made it a lot harder, wouldn't it? And also, I'm holding a box with a woman's head in it. <laughs> Of seven. The box that seven comes in on DVD is a Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Is that true? No, someone sends you Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Uh, That's why you haven't watched the DVD. Yeah. I can't I've see how that would fit in a DVD player, right? unless it was very finely sliced. 
I'd like to see her husband's head in a box. <laughs> oh, right, but James Blunt's an obvious target. <laughs> and, um, the panel, what would you do in that situation? If your if partner's you head was given in a box to you, would you kill the man who did it, or would you not kill him? What's the right Ooh, thing to I do? Think, it, was it supposed to be a gift? Was it, I mean, because then... <laughs> We've all had gifts that we don't really want. And you go, have you got my wife's head's receipt? <laughs> it's got a lot more to do with the box, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the box head. looks nice. What kind, of, what kind of box, you know, if it's a nice box? Gift wrap. Yeah. 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 Keith, as long as you don't, you make sure you don't make the mistake of giving it back to the same person. Oh, I think really? it's <laughs> be the greatest day of your life, right? Seriously, if you're a married man, right, and I, and I mean if you're not Chris Martin, but if, if you're anyone else, and so go, ha, 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 here's a present, it's your wife's severed head in a box, and you have to, and it's Gwyneth Paltrow, you go, oh, thank fuck, plus, I've got Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. <laughs> to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Question: Buzz in with your either honkers. What are you? What are these? What's this? Buzz in with my honkers. <laughs> a buffalo. I'm Buzz. just strangling an asthmatic. Oh, <laughs> shake your um, children's toys, sinister. Uh, uh, and then, it. and then give me an answer, and I'll say if it's right or wrong. So, just tell me what the right thing to do is in each of these scenarios. Question number one: Is it ever justified to teach a toddler to say "bell end"? <laughs> It's only just a <laughs> Yes, point. What is the best way to avoid talking to chuggers? Charity muggers. Oh, um, staying... Jimbo. You have, when, when, as they approach you, you approach them, and just as they get to you, you have to then, you shout at them. <laughs> what do you say? That's the best, yeah. What do you shout? What do you shout? Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> you, know, uh... you actually shout, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter! <laughs> You know you get those people on Oxford Street who ask you where you've had your hair done and they're trying to sell you a £45 package? Hairdressers. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, no, no, you Hairdressers and muggers. The thing that works really well with them is when they say, where did you get your hair done? You say, oh, it's a wig, I'm undergoing chemotherapy. <laughs> I was a bit confused about that question because when you said chuggers I thought you were talking about Keith Chugwin <laughs> What's the best way to avoid talking to Keith Chugwin? I don't know but if you want to know the best way to avoid talking to Keith Chugwin yeah. then uh, I don't know either <laughs> Who was the best doctor in Doctor Who? Oh, okay. uh, Michael <laughs> Well <laughs> the best is Matt Smith but he's not my favourite <laughs> Who's your favourite? Peter Davison. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah, let's get rid of this quiz and start talking about that. Yeah. We, uh, how many dates should you go on before sleeping with someone? Like, well, yeah, officially it's three. Really? Um, with the same person or...? <laughs> Really? That's, the only, about, that's a genuine rule. How about if you stay with the next morning? <laughs> yeah, the second if you can, yeah. If you can hold off till the second do, that's all I'm saying. Correct. I'm still not married. I've got a child. <laughs> <laughs> <la
If red wine goes with beef and white wine goes with fish, what does Matthias Rosé go with? <laughs> Margaret Cable. <laughs> the answer I have is slags. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fight a bear? With piss. It's always with piss. <laughs> you fight a little bear. With <laughs> a smaller bear. Yeah. <laughs> of the contestants, are we? Or... <laughs> really well, work. We're 16 and a half. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we, may, we may be older, but we don't look older. <laughs> hey, 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 take it outside. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> and if you would like to get in touch, then email us at rightthing1 at gmail.com. Until next time, goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.